This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meet my mess. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash meet my mess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. and thank you for tuning in to another episode of meet my mess if you're watching this on youtube right now you can probably see that i'm not in my regular position i am in my bathrobe it's open tit could pop any moment so if you are not watching this and you're listening you should subscribe to the youtube because things are getting spicy over here But anyways, I'm not in my regular position because I'm feeling a little bit under the weather this week. So I have decided to take a week away from my commentary and recording because I'm losing my voice a little bit. But I wanted to get an episode to you guys anyways. So I still have a lovely, lovely interview um, with... DJ Ronaldo Creative. He is a DJ, clearly, um, a music producer. He has his own radio show. He is a photographer. He's a videographer and he does writing. Um, and above all that, he's a cancer survivor. And he's here today to talk to us about living with cancer and uh, everything that the healthcare system doesn't tell us about cures for cancer and. Yeah, it's a really informative interview, and I learned a lot about cancer that government's hiding, okay? Hopefully this video doesn't get taken down, but I want to thank you guys in advance for listening to the episode, and please subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. Thank you for bearing with me, and I hope you guys love the episode. Have you always... 
um, I guess, worked in the creative space or did that come later in life? Like, how did you become a creative? I became a creative because I'm from a little small town called Wilmston. There's nothing going on. Um, you can easily get in trouble. So, you know, trouble is everywhere in Wilmston or any little small town. And so uh, my mom bought me a keyboard. And so that's how I got interested in music. And um, also when I was little, my dad would always play records. He had all the soul records. And so I just grew up in a house listening to radio. Also, because we were very, very poor, writing and doing music was my escape. Um, and I used to listen to DJs. And so I'm into electronic music because even though I listened to a black radio station, they played a lot of techno in house because you know that music was what everybody danced to back in the 80s and in the 90s. And so when I was little, I was growing up listening to techno and house. And so I still love techno and house because you know the radio stations, it was a station called Kiss 102. They changed the name to 101.9 FM now, but they used to have something called the master mix dance party and they would play and so that's kind of like cultivated me to be wanting to become a dj then i saw that movie beat street and that even made me want to be a dj even more seeing the break dance and all that good stuff and i saw crush groove and you know i would uh start listening to funk flex dj red alert and that just made me want to dj so i continued to dj and my mom bought me my first camera and I started taking pictures when I was little. Um, started taking pictures of people like the neighborhood girls. I don't know why I decided to <laughs> neighborhood girls. And so I guess that's what started me to want to learn fashion. And so I went to the local library and I picked up a book about fashion. It's called Model. Model. And I started reading that book and I learned the music industry also because there was a book about the music industry and it had a bunch of record labels in the back. You like to actually write the record labels and send demos and stuff. And, Ooh. you know, sorry, as a little kid reading the books in the library uh, about modeling and then, you know, also when I was able to actually use the internet. I started learning everything about the modeling industry. Yeah, so you basically, like from what I hear, you've just always, whatever creative outlet it was you like were drawn to and you were ready to learn about from it sounds like, because it sounds like everything you threw in there was art in some way, right? You talked about fashion, you talked about breakdancing, you talked about cinematography and how these things all inspired you to do what you do now, which is DJing and photography and writing and all that. So I love that because I see a lot of myself in that as well. I was the same way, you know, and I think people forget that you can be creative and it doesn't all have to be your career path, right? Like you can, or you can be great in one creative path and then have another one that's just for fun or just for your enjoyment. So do you like ever take any time to just like create for yourself anymore? Or is it all mostly um, work? Do you say at this point? I'm creating for myself, but, you know, a lot of people benefit because I'm just happy I survived. Like, I was on my deathbed, so I'm so, I'm just happy to be here right now, mm -hmm. and that's why I actually do the DJ mixes, 
because I know there's other people going through stuff and it may not be what I went through. It may not be cancer. It may not be someone could have had a bad day at work and come home, listen and turn on to Jams 99.3 FM or go to my Mixcloud or my YouTube or Twitch or whatever. And it could actually save them from, you know, doing something bad or it could, you know, they could have a bad day at work and just, the music could just change their life or say someone who might be in the hospital, they could be with anything going on. They could turn on my mix, mix show, listen to it, and maybe they'll cheer them up because I was listening to other people mix shows when I was in the hospital. I wasn't just listening to my stuff. I was listening to other people make shows and it really helped me get through because I don't watch TV. There's other people like me who are creative and don't watch TV. So mm -hmm. the T and plus the TV didn't have nothing I really wanted to watch. Now, you know, when they had me in a certain port, I was able to access because you know MTV really don't play music no more. I was mm -hmm. able to act revolt TV. So I was watching music videos. And that's the only thing I really watched on TV was when I had access to Revolt TV, watching the music videos. But other than that, I really was not watching TV because I don't watch TV. <laughs> so <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was on yeah. I, Sorry. I know it's kind of a lag. Sometimes you end up talking over each other on these Zoom calls. But what were you saying? Go on. <laughs> oh, no, I'm done. I was just saying um, <laughs> the reason why I do these mix shows basically is because I know it's helping people and people have actually a lady that I met on Clubhouse actually sent me a message and said hey I, I, my parents just died and you know I was feeling down about myself and then I saw you and I remembered what you was going through and that cheered me up mm -hmm. like my my simple mix show cheered her up because she was feeling down because she had just lost her parents. So that's how important these shows are. I don't, you know, all DJs and everybody that do music and like you guys are very important. And also that's why you got to be careful what you put out also because you, your music can make someone do, music can actually make a person happy, sad. It can make them commit a crime. Mm -hmm. I don't I say, if you, <laughs> music can actually do that for real. And so... That's why I think artists should be res more responsible with what they come out with. That's so, I love that. That is such a good point. So how do you think that kind of like ties into, I don't know, like the rap industry right now, right? There's so much talk around like guns and violence and drugs and stuff. Like, do you think that because people hear those things, like there's going to be a, I guess, a shift towards like even more crime with the next generation who doesn't really understand that this is like glorified a lot of the things that are being talked about in music or do you think that it should be just a platform be for people to express how they want to express like do you think that really translate in that way it depends on the rap music some of it yeah. just tell telling the story and trying to like teaching kids what to avoid and other people to avoid like Tupac and stuff like that while you do have the music that do glorify and I tr I try not to promote that music um also in rock and roll also in metal yeah. mm -hmm. that you know they was the the people who 
the powers to be was pushing rock music first and then they decided to put rap music on MTV so that they could corrupt the the youth in the ghetto but originally they were trying to corrupt the kid the suburban kids so MTV was playing rock and roll and and they had those subliminal messages and stuff but then now they switched it to the um kids that's in the hood but also they got remember a lot of suburban kids are now listening to rap music and drill music and matter of fact the top, the top producers are suburban kids like murder beats and stuff like that it's not like like when i was growing up suburban kids wore vans and <laughs> they didn't wear jordan now they wearing jordans they're hip-hop they're just as hip-hop as you know kids from the hood so yeah. How do you feel about that? I think it's cool because um, now you can go and you can go on to something like hype beats. It's not just one court, not one race or whatever. It's not just Latinos and black. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I like it. I think it's great. Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. You know, it's um, yeah. It's true though. Like I, it's crazy. You think about, you, you think about these crazy rappers who talk about these crazy things. Then you think about who's the one that's actually writing these lyrics. And sometimes it's just like some little white kid out of Canada, right? Like it just like has no correlation to um, their lives, but it is an art for sure. Um, I kind of want to switch back to what you mentioned before. So you're a cancer survivor uh-huh. and so when were you diagnosed with cancer, if you don't mind me asking, and what what type of cancer was it? I was diagnosed with cancer, didn't even know it. It was this year. Um, it was oh. around, uh, my life started changing around April. May, I was um, admitted, rushed to the hospital because like I said, I was I was on my deathbed. And um, I was admitted, I was sitting for three months I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma not just my multiple myeloma though I had some other health issues that put me in the hospital and yeah I mean I was in there getting I got radiation I got chemotherapy and you know this is a cancer that they say you cannot get rid of I was paralyzed and I fought through being paralyzed. So now I actually can stay in. I can, I did um, two photo shoots, even though I was paralyzed. So I'm, I'm, that was a blessing. Um, and sooner or later, I'll be able to walk real good. Um, so yeah, beating the eye because I got so many other people to help. So. Oh my gosh. Wow. That, so you're, you're like you're a walking miracle really at the end of the day that's crazy so are you still um in remission yeah you are you are seriously but I can I can guarantee it didn't come out of nowhere you know it's clear that you're helping people you're there to lift people up and when you're that kind of person something someone somewhere out there rewards you for that and um I think that that's really the reason you are doing so well and from the little interaction we've had online and stuff like that that's just my personal opinion but um I had a, so are you still in remission are you cancer free like what's what are, where are you at now I gotta go back to the doctor but what I have been doing is taking natural herbs I feel so much better because chemotherapy is awful I th- 
uh, uh, the hardest criminal thug <laughs> will get chemotherapy and be on, on his knees. That's how bad chemotherapy is. Um, I remember being on Clubhouse doing, that's how bad I am. I was on Clubhouse hosting rooms with chemo brain. Barely oh could, yeah, barely could talk, but hosting rooms about trying to help models. And, you know, some people still talk about it and remember that I was on Clubhouse with chemo brain. But I still help people even though they understood me, even though I was messing up orders and I didn't know what the heck I was talking about almost. But I still was able to help them. So been doing those rooms. That's like I was doing those rooms, even with chemo and radiation, I was doing those rooms every day. But then a wise man named ECMD or his brother, Mr. Kermit, told me to, to kind of like rest and not do the rooms every day. And so now I just do it on Saturdays at five o'clock PM Eastern time. But I was doing those rooms every day until he told me that trying to be consistent with it. Mm, well, it's true, you know, and especially when you're already in so much, like you're already taking so much physically, how can you like really, really even get well like you need to when your mind is also just working 24 seven like you must have just been exhausted and so like for those uh, that are listening who don't know what you mean when you say chemo brain like what does chemo radiation do to like your brain function well not the radiation radiation oh, sorry is, the radiation is terrible also but chemo is so much worse all right so um for people who do not know too much about chemo Chemo brain is basically your brain is you're confused. You, um, your memory is terrible. You can barely spell, but I actually was writing articles, even though I had chemo brain, I actually, um, put, um, was writing about artists. So once my chemo brain left, I actually went in spell check and fixed the articles, but I wrote good articles, even with chemo brain. So that's crazy. I actually put it in a magazine um print magazine um so you're confused you can barely spell you can get a barely get a sentence out matter of fact they even had um someone who um deal with the brain come see me uh a speech therapist come see me but um i passed so even though you know i was dealing with chemo brain i passed and i didn't really have to go through speech therapy or anything but a lot of people who get chemotherapy have to have speech therapy wow so the cancer can be at any part of your body and the chemo will still just totally mess with your brain correct that's what your brain it dries your skin you're easy to um uh, get cuts um wow. let me see what else you're tired everybody knows that you get tired but it's just yeah. like green tired um tire um let me see what else uh your immune system is weak so i've been doing natural stuff so my immune i feel like my immune system is stronger than when i went before i went into the hospital um you got a very weak immune system so that means if you do not take natural herbs you definitely get covid real quick um yeah you, you're tired um it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot I just cannot think of it, but yeah, chemo is chemo is something else. Oh, and you throw up a lot. You're very nauseous, sick. Um, you just want to lay down and sleep after you yeah. get chemo. So terrible. 
just pure just like exhaustion yeah it sounds like something that we could like someone who hasn't been through it couldn't even begin to imagine and but hearing you explain it the way you do is interesting because we all hear how terrible it is but not exactly like how it's terrible or the exact symptoms so that's this time movie where the person go get the chemo it's like that double or triple like i saw the movie I saw the movie where the lady was going to get the chemo on Lifetime. I was like, oh, okay. She looks pretty all right. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, that's terrible. But then when I went through it, it's like, okay, that's triple what they showed. Yeah. Well, also the person that's directing it probably never went through it, right? So, yeah, it's probably not all that realistic, unfortunately. But damn, that's that's terrifying. That's that's (laughs) awful. me though matter of fact when the doctor told me i had, had chemo guess what came in my brain uh, that the lifetime life. movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean so you know directors were real good so yeah they really made it made it um like oh no i don't want chemo and so yeah. when you know, i had chemo they was thinking about that lifetime movie too they was like i'm so sorry you're Aww. strong Aww. yeah yeah because oh gosh yeah it can't be easy your family too like your family must have really had a hard time watching you go through this and still go through this of course like yeah it's just like unimaginable unimaginable I don't actually like I'm so lucky I don't know anyone in my life who's ever been like um well I do but um not super super close to me that's um tested positive or not tested positive what is this covid um who's what what is the correct term for when you i guess diagnosed with cancer correct yes uh-huh. that's right yeah so yeah i really can't even begin to imagine but have you like taken i'm sure you've taken a million things but what is something that you've like taken from this experience and you wish that you could teach other people who haven't been through this like awful disease um i say i'm blessed a lot of people are gonna be like what you're crazy yeah i'm blessed because this at this cancer made me sit down because i was doing too much i actually got some rest um shoot i got a radio show out of out of this on a top 40 radio station that's pretty cool to me um lady in africa did a video with my song on it so i say a lot of stuff came to me after getting cancer so I mean, it's, and I like, I I got rest. That's the main thing. Cause I was just grinding and never resting. And that's another reason why I was in the hospital cause I was doing too much. So, so, um, really, um, I don't have nothing to really tell you guys, but if you do get cancer, get you some soursop. It's real good. It'll help you. It's, uh, was, reason I'm able to walk is because of God or whatever you believe in and the soursop. It sped, it sped it up. And if you can go to Puerto Rico or somewhere, because soursop is banned in America. Okay. Because the cancer treatment is, 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 is the money, not you getting some fruit. But if you can go to Puerto Rico or somewhere like Mexico or somewhere like that, you can get the real fruit and it's even more effective interesting okay i was gonna bring that up but i didn't know if it was an offensive question like do you think that there is potentially a better cure already like out there just 
the, the finances and it's such a lucre cancer is so lucrative right for the pharmaceutical companies do you think that there is like a, another like cure out there like do you think that we're already there and it's just the money our sock so sour yeah, the sock is, is the one mm-hmm. um you you can get tea the tea is pretty good in america that's like what you can get but yeah. if you're in Caribbeans, you can actually get the real fruit also, okay. hemp, cool. Cancer hemp oil is good. Also, okay, okay. And this is like just supposed to help in like breaking the cancer cells down, or what is? Do you know the exact science behind it, or not quite? I mean, it it it'll break the cancer cells down, and it there have been people who actually have been cured for it. It depends on what oh type gosh. of cancer you have. And That's there's. Insane. There's even more cancer treatments, but you know, there's patents. You can search. There's patents on cancer treatment, but you know, they don't want you to have those treatments. You know, like I said, you you go every you go in every day. I mean, every week for chemo, that's a lot of money. Yeah, a ton of money. Yeah, so you got to pay your your and consistent money. Yeah, consistent. So, you know, sure, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you about uh, soursop and all that stuff. Matter of fact, if you look up soursop as a treatment, they'll say, well, there's it's not proven that it'll do it. But I know after I took that soursop, I was able to stand and walk and you know stuff. It's doing something. It's doing something, and then. then, you know, they use that in South America. So, you know. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. I like the thing that I'm like still just like can't get my head off of is the fact that you said that people have like patents on cures for cancer. That's insane. So people, so people have these cures and just no one else can take the knowledge and create it basically, recreate it. I mean, if you are someone who can do stuff like that, your life is in danger. So, but and for curing cancer um you can cure there you can go over to overseas and honduras they can cure aids um like all that stuff it's cures for that stuff it's just you got to know the right people i don't know the person but they that there's a guy overseas in honduras that can actually cure and cancer yeah with yeah, yeah, like you said, people don't know because you can't, yeah, your your life's being threatened if you're threatening this lucrative business with your, it's crazy. It's like, it's disgusting. It's crazy. But I'm thankful that we've like had you, like you, like I've learned so much in what has it been 30 minutes about um, disease and cures and everything in between. So I, I appreciate you like being brave enough to even, um, put these this type of knowledge out there because clearly it's not well known or commonly known so thank you for that um really if my if the message get out and i help somebody i mean like there's a guy on clubhouse he was he knew i was going through cancer but Brad's feeling bad because his girlfriend had got cancer and so i told him about this stuff and 
you know, now he's on Clubhouse again. Maybe his girlfriends are doing a little bit better. But if you get diagnosed with cancer, just start drinking that tea and, you know, maybe you won't have to go through the treatment or surgery or any of that. The hours a little too late. Um, If I didn't get radiation and if I didn't get chemotherapy, I would be paralyzed right now. Wow. Wow. Well, we're really, really happy that you're here and healthy and able to share this knowledge. And yeah, you deserve a very fruitful and long life and lots of success and creatively and personally and everything in between. And there's one last thing I want to ask you. It's like kind of the final question I ask every single guest I have on the show. And usually I ask like, what is your messiest moment? But I have a feeling I might already know yours. So like, what was your lowest moment to your messiest moment in your life? Was it being diagnosed with cancer? No, it's me giving, about to give up because my photography business didn't do well. I should have just kept going. That was my messiest moment. Never give up. Keep going. Even mm-hmm. if you have to break. Because the cancer, like I said, that there was some good to the cancer, even though a lot of people was like, what? And yeah, I know there was a lot of people that was happy. They were like, hey, better him than me. <laughs> but hey, um, yeah, no, no, I learned some stuff from having cancer. It slowed me down. So that's not messy, but yeah. Get- almost giving up on my dream is the messiest thing that I've ever done. Cause yeah. that's just not good. You should, if you have a dream, go for it. If you haven't started your dream, go for it. Um, who would ever know don't release and mix shows in my hospital bed would have got me a show on a top 40 radio station in a whole different state than I am. It's in Kansas. I'm in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere between everything happens for a reason and life has just like a funny way of working itself out, you know. Um, Yeah, clearly a lot of professional positives came, but that's, I love that message about not giving up on your dreams as well, because I think when it's in creativity, it really is about the long game, right? Um, So many people expect to post one photo, do one campaign and success is just going to come, but um, that happens for one in a billion people, right? Like it's a long game and it's a fun long game and you learn so much on the way. So yeah, I agree. Just dip your toe in, start your, start your projects. Anyone listening who is nervous, you know, people will talk about it for a day, the day after they'll forget you're even doing it or they'll love what you're doing and stick, stick with it and keep listening and support you. So yeah, I appreciate that. I think that's a really good, really great note to to end on. Do you feel like there's anything like you didn't get to say or I didn't ask you? Uh, do not worry about the hype. If you do some stupid stuff, yes, you will go viral. But like on your on your path to success, don't worry about the hype because there's a lot of people that are very hyped up right now in the photography, music, or whatever. And they're not going to last that long. But if you are genuine and you keep putting out your stuff, even if it seems like people are not noticing you, people are noticing you. So just keep putting out your content. Don't worry about the people who are, that you feel that don't deserve to have a spotlight. 
and you might feel like that you're, you know, better or whatever, you might actually put in more work than they do. They're not going to last. They can have their, you know, they're going to have their little spotlight right now. But just keep working on what you're doing. Keep helping people. That's the main thing. People, uh, you'll succeed if you offer something to more than just take it. So offer up stuff to people and you definitely will stand out from the other folks that are, you know, just getting popular for being stupid or getting popular from hype. Unreal. Unreal. That's such a good note to end on. Thank you so much, DJ Ronaldo Creative, for coming on Meet My Mess today. Do you want to, where can people find, you have so much going on, your music, your photos, your writing, your, you on social media, what do you want people to know? All right, so you can check me out on mixcloud.com slash Ronaldo Creative. Hold up, guys. I'm back. He's back. <laughs> y'all cloud.com slash Renato Creative, but also check out my official site, RenatoCreative.com. And the cool thing about me, even though I'm not the most popular DJ or photographer or whatever, you can Google me. So it's going to pay off later. Just search Renato Creative. <laughs> all my all my links and you can, you know, I got a few pages in Google, so you can find me easy, Renato Creative. And that's what it's about. You know, build up your press, build up your, um, do your pod, do podcast interviews, and you know, help people and mm-hmm. succeed over the people who got the hype but don't really have substance. Yep, yep. Say yes to all opportunities; they'll always lead you somewhere. Uh, yeah, perfect. I'll put everything also in the show notes so everyone can find them everything check out his dj and it's so good i said that so many times your music's unreal but yeah thank you again and i couldn't appreciate it more you sharing your story has just been made my day and really inspired me so thank you so much again for coming on the show all right thank you of course